Hey sis, what's going on girl? This is Patrice Renee. I am your favorite sis from another miss and you are tuned in right now to the Hey Sis podcast. Yeah. Y'all know I don't have the vocals, but in my mind, on a good day with the right acoustics, I probably could be Beyonce's backup singer, like in real talk. I'm joking. I know I don't have the vocals, but you know, a girl can dream. <laughs> Listen, we are 27 days in to 2022. Girl, first of all, happy new year, sis. Happy New Year. If you are listening at this very moment, that means you have come into this new year. You have overcome some things from last year. You are still adjusting and adapting and just getting your glow on from the hardships and the challenges and the triumphs of 2021. And You're still wearing your mask, girl, so kudos. You deserve a round of applause because we are still in this pandemic. (laughs) This is what, going on year three? So uh, it's not a fake disease, which was was the main idea of 2020. Um, It has unfortunately, unfortunately, taken a lot of lives from us. Um, Quite a few people that we have that we are were directly connected to have lost the battle to COVID. Um, some of our family members, some of our co-workers, some of our extended associates and friends, and some some of us right in our household. So uh, if you are a loved one uh, that is has has the beautiful memories of someone who has passed away from complications of COVID-19. My heart, my love, and my light goes out to you. Um, I just want to take on a serious tone and just let you know, sis, I'm so sorry that you've had to endure that. No one, I don't care what political affiliation you're with. I don't care what economic or cultural background you have. I don't care what uh, nationality you are. I don't care even what your sexual identity is, what your gender ide- ide- identity, excuse me, is. Listen, COVID-19 has come into this current modern world of ours and has turned us upside down. And um, it is a very serious thing. So listen, take this opportunity to let you know, continue to wear your mask, follow the science. I am pro-vaccination. Uh, my household is vaccinated. Uh, I have family members who are not quite sure about the vaccination and, and, and even the booster. I have friends, I have clients, so on and so forth. It is a personal choice, but I want you to know that first and foremost, you have all the information at your fingertips. You follow the science, you do your research, you connect the dots, and you make the best decision for yourself, your health, and your household. So now that we've got that out the way, let me just say this. 
It's gonna be a juicy topic, girl. You know how we do. Listen, I put on my social media a few weeks ago, actually, about what should we discuss here uh, on the first episode of Hey Sis of 2022. I had a lot of feedback, guys. Um, and I was actually a little surprised that so many people were still waiting on episodes because, you know, a sister was, you know, kind of, you know, MIA for a little bit because I got super uber busy the last quarter of 2021. So it was exciting to hear what you beautiful women wanted to hear from me. Um, so with no further ado, sis, I got a good one. So sit back, grab your ice glass water, grab your hot tea, that steamy cup of cocoa. And if it's five o'clock where you are, you know, five in the evening, (laughs) grab your glass of wine, sis, and let's get into it. All right. So one of the topics that I was really getting in my DMs was about, you know, becoming whole after being broken. And, you know, I can definitely empathize with that. You know, I share a lot about my personal journey through healing and, and through understanding and, and, and revelation of myself and, con- and continuing to evolve and, and the, humi- the humility that comes with that, not humility, um, is that a, the humbleness? That's the word, sis. Thank you. <laughs> the humbleness that comes from that journey. Um, and also the wisdom, right? So one of the things that I continue to learn, okay? And I, I'm going to say continue to learn because there are always levels of healing. There are levels of wholeness. And you don't, you cannot expect yourself to, once you are broken, you can't expect yourself to be at level 10 so quickly. Because when you're broken, let's just talk about, let's just talk about what the word broken means. Y'all know I'm a word girl. You know I'm a nerd about words. (laughs) So the word broken means, um... To be shattered, you know, uh, fractured, damaged, no longer in one piece or in working order. Take that in, sis. The word broken means to be fragmented, fractured, or damaged, no longer in one piece or in working order. Now, that right there will preach, okay? <laughs> if I was in the pulpit, that right there would preach because we when we are brokenhearted, normally so he, he, here's the idea. Let me start here. Here's the idea. In order for something to be broken, it had to be once what? The opposite of broken. It had to be once whole. It had to be together not damaged, in one piece, in working order, right? And so when when that, that wholeness, that whole piece, that working, that working machine gets broken, 
something is off. Something has happened. Something traumatic has happened. There's been an injury. There's been damage to that one piece, right? When we, you know, one of the things that we immediately can think about is a broken heart. That happens in friendships. That happens in workspaces. That happens in intimate relationships. That happens in familial relationships and connections. Brokenhearted. That's one thing that we as humans have uh, an immediate visualization or experience with when our hearts are broken. When our hearts are get do get broken, that means we had very high expectations. Uh, and when I say high expectations, not anything super high, like unrealistic, but we did expect things to work out. We expected some things to continue on. You know, our heart was all in. We were heartfully invested into this connect, this connection, this relationship, this commitment, right? And when that gets broken, it is really um, difficult to rebuild yourself. Um, recently, my husband um, and my son were playing around one evening and they wrestle. And my husband, he's six foot one, you know, six foot two. And our son is five foot seven and he's growing and, you know, and, and my, our son is not a little boy anymore. When my husband and my son met for the first time, my my son was, was four and uh, <laughs> he could jump on my husband, you know, at the time, my boyfriend's back and it was all gravy. Uh, the five foot seven, 13 year old cannot jump on the six foot one, six foot two grown ass man. Cause it's not the same weight. And so when they were wrestling, my son accidentally, um, fell, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, unexpectedly on my husband's leg, which, you know, hurt his knee a little bit. It wasn't anything too uh, to, uh, what's the word? What's the word? It wasn't, he didn't have to go to the emergency room. It wasn't broken. Um, probably sprained slightly, but that, even that instance of a full on operating in the correct order that it should be operating in that knee of his was now injured. And so healing from that, he was very unsure of, how, you know, your his leg, his knee able to sustain his full weight. My husband is a slim guy, but even with him being, you know, a slim guy, because his knee sur- suffered a slight injury, it didn't, he didn't really fully trust it. And rightfully so. We've all been there. We've heard our, we've hurt ourselves before. We twisted our ankles. We fell on off our bikes. We you know, we, we did something where we hurt our bodies physically. And so doing the things that we used to do without a care in the world, without worrying about if our bodies was going to respond positively or not. After that injury happens, we are consciously aware that this next move may not be good. Ergo, the heart When it comes to relationships, 
friendships, intimate relationships like that, um, when we are brokenhearted, we do have to make a decision for ourselves. Do we stay in that place of brokenness or do we acknowledge that we're broken and say, you know what? I want to be whole again. That is the first most important step I would encourage anyone who is dealing with brokenness to deal with, okay? And you have to be very, very transparent with even yourself, sis. Listen, when I went through my divorce uh, years ago, back in, tw- I was going through the separation and the and the divorce in 2011, um, you know, I had to really understand where I was. I had to be very realistic, okay? It didn't matter what everybody else was saying outside of me. I had to really understand what was happening in my reality. The reality was I was going through something that was breaking my heart, in turn was breaking my body down health-wise. It was not healthy. I could not continue this. It wasn't sustainable. I couldn't raise a child in an environment that was not sustainable. It was not realistic. And so making that decision to put myself in a position to be whole again as a woman, be whole again as a mother, be whole again as somebody's future wife in the future once I did heal, that was a very important step that I had to make, okay? Listen, I know that your story of how you got broken is not only, you know, real for you, but one thing I am continuing to learn is don't stay stuck in your story. I don't want to sound dismissive of why you got broken, of how you got broken. I don't want to make it seem as if it's easy, as if getting, you know, healing is easy. What I do want to acknowledge is the fact that you don't have to stay there. Okay, you were not created to be a martyr of brokenness. You were not created to be the definition, the, 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 the long standing picture by the word brokenness in the dictionary. Okay, and I gotta tell you, sis, I had to tell myself I wasn't the first to be broken, and I won't be the last to be broken. What I do want to tell you this is not only do you have to stay broken, but you have every right, you have every reason, and you have the single tool that will give you access to the next tool, and then the next tool, and then the next tool, and then the next tool. So you have all of these resources of being whole again. Do understand the story of how you got broken in the first place. That's going to mean what were the red flags for you in the situation? What did you acknowledge? What did you ignore? What did you address? 
What did you choose not to deal with at that time? There is a responsibility there. There is. And I know it is so hard to say that. It is so hard to say, you know what? I bear a responsibility in the story of how I got broken. The beauty, though, in bearing some of that responsibility of how you got broken is understanding that you don't have to stay there. And now you have the responsibility and the glorious opportunity to make yourself whole again. You do. Acknowledge your story. Yes. And then if you are in a situation where you need to get out, you have resources. There, There is help there. I have heard so many stories, unfortunately, of people who have stayed in broken situations. And there's always been a consistent behavior that lets you know if that broken situation is going to get better or become more bitter. Okay. Is it going to maintain the brokenness? Is it going to stay damaged, stay fragmented, stay, you know, remain out of order? Or is there an opportunity where that is going, it can get better. It, 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 it will get back in working order. You have to be honest with yourself. If it's not, if it's not, if you stay in a situation that's going to keep you in a brokenness state, then you need to do the, you need to go in the direction that's not going to keep you there. That is how you start becoming whole again. Okay. Um, you know, back in the day when I was in high school, you know, eons ago in the late nineties, um, I had, you know, for before basketball practice, if we had like a late evening basketball practice, like at six o'clock or six 30, there were times I would just wait at school. I would hang out with my, with my teammates and we would just chill out. We had uh, snack machines at the gym, right? Sometimes those machines were quote unquote out of order. So we would have to devise a plan B if we wanted some snacks. We couldn't get the 10 cent soda or, you know, or the, or, or the 50 cent bag of chips. So we had to say, okay, we got to get in somebody's car, go around the corner to the convenience store and get this because we don't, because we got to, we're hungry and none of us had the fortitude or the thought that, you know what, let's bring some stuff from home. So we were always relying on, on the snack machine, which was notoriously out of order for whatever reason. And so what we did was we would always have a plan B. You know what? Have a plan B. When you realize that something is broken, it's time to devise a plan B. You, if you need to, when you devise that plan B, that means you are finding another alternative to satisfy what you need, what you're wanting. Okay. I'm pausing because I'm trying to make sure I find the right words. You are well worth being whole and someone deserves and wants you to be whole for them. And that should be a reciprocated relationship, a reciprocated intimate relationship, a reciprocated workspace, a reciprocated familial relationship, a reciprocated uh, 
friend, friendly or amicable relationship, you deserve to be whole and you deserve to be with someone that is also whole. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where you start. That is your path to from broken to wholeness. Another thing I want to also say is this. Do not return. <laughs> Girl, I'm sorry. I had to kind of get that laugh out because there is a scripture in the good book <laughs> that talks about a dog returning to its vomit. I don't know exactly where it is. You can Google it and I'm sure uh, it'll come up if you say dog return to its vomit scripture. It'll find you for you. Okay. But do not return to the source that broke you. Do not return to the source that broke you. If the job broke you, broke your heart, didn't give you that promotion, did not give you the opportunity to grow, and it broke you, and you are now looking and may have already gotten a better job at a different workspace, and they say, you know what? We're so sorry. We want you to come back. We'll, we'll you know, A, B, C, and D. And you know, you have a feeling in the gut. You know, you are intuitive, sis. So trust your, trust your intuition. And you say, nah, they just trying to get a sister back. They know I'm going to work my off. You know what I'm saying? Don't go back. Don't go back. There's a way to professionally decline. Because you are, you don't need to invest the best of yourself anymore. To something that already broke you. If that relationship broke you, sis, why would you return to it? Why would you? What what is it? What what are the sure signs that said, you know what? He has changed. She has changed. She is, you know, this and the other. Make sure you understand what those signs are again and let your into and your intuition really, really hone in. Because there are, now there are times when people in relationships realize their wrongs and they want to make it right. But you have to require something of those people. You have to require something of someone that you are sharing intimate space and connections with so that you so that that line is not crossed again, that that violation is not violated again. You know, I'm, I'm not saying No second chances. I'm saying you need to move smart. You need to move smart. Some, in some cases, there is real change. There is real change. I guarantee you, though, the behavior will follow. If there's real change, behavior will follow. Okay? Actions will speak louder than the the words of an apology. An apology is good. I'm sorry. It's a good start. But it's but apology plus behavior that backs up that apology. That is the sustenance that you want to look for. Now, if you look for that and that sustenance is not there, that apology is thin and fragile as glass, girl. Move the on. Mm-hmm. Move on. You don't have to. You don't have to stay in that. And a lot of times we feel like, well. Let's let let's give this opportunity. Let let let's let's try it again. I just want to let you know that it is your decision. It is not best friend decision. 
It is not mama and decision. It's not even your kid's decision. But know that you have a responsibility that whatever choice you make, you are fully responsible for that. You fully acknowledge what happened. And if you decide to stay and you are ready for that responsibility of whatever staying comes with, that is going to be on you. Okay, you know that saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. It's very much so the situation. Now, this is this is a very weighty topic, so I don't expect to be able to go through all the ways of becoming whole. I just want to kind of give you a couple of very important gems that I had to learn myself. Um, and, and I continue to evolve and level up in those, in those lessons. But another thing I want you to understand is you have to do the inner work. When you do walk away from a situation that broke you, be willing to get to somebody that's licensed, credentialed to help you through why you got broken in the first place and so that you can recognize the signs. When it comes to relationships, I see a lot of us, um, and it's in human nature to talk about, you know, relationships and and heartbreak and all that. It's in human nature to do that. But make sure that you have licensed, credentialed resources that help you. Um, When I went through my very traumatic separation and divorce process, I had to go into therapy. Um, I was broken down so much, so low that I didn't even trust really my heart to open up again, open up the right way, open up in a healthy way. And so a year before I met my husband that I'm married to now, a year before I met him, I had almost checked out and I had to make sure that I was in a space of even recognizing when someone was interested in, you know, getting to know me on that level of a possible relationship because I was so head down and so focused on surviving that I didn't understand that I could also thrive again in an intimate relationship. And I had to realize there was something in me that was attracting individuals who were sucking me dry. <laughs> yes, girl, vampires are real. <laughs> I I had to look on the inside of me because I was like, you know what? This type of person keeps coming and then this type of person keeps coming and they bear a very very close resemblance to what I just got legally free from so what the heck is it with me because these are you know I look there like a mathematical equation you know a plus b equals c now one of those letters is going to be a constant variable a constant and then one of those letters is going to be a variable and if I keep, and if I'm still me, and then the other letter is someone different, but the result is still the same, sis. <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. <laughs> it's me. And that was a very, very hard reality. But I was so, I, I when I realized that, girl, <laughs> sis, 
I put the brakes on everything. I put the brakes on everything. I don't care how fine he was. I don't care how his game was. I don't care if he had money, a whole house, whatever. When when I realized that I was attracting what broke me and and I, honey, honey who, honey boo. I said, "You know what? <laughs> I got to get some self work done." And you're not it, sir. And you, mm-mm. I, I told God straight up. Listen, I just got, I just got divorced. Uh, uh-uh. We, I, mm-mm. you don't want me. I'm a single mother. I'm a little bitter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, um, I don't like men right now. I, I would tell guys. I would discourage them from talking, trying to talk to me. I remember walking to my car, walking to my car one day. And from the mall, and this guy had literally followed me, chased me, doing all the, hey, mama, what's up? Hey, cute thing. Or, hey, sis, I like you. You know, whatever he thought, him and his little words, you know, trying to compliment me. He had followed me out to the parking lot. I was like, I finally turned around. Because I was trying to ignore him at first. Like, I don't hear him. I was trying to act like I was on my phone. He followed me to the parking lot, and he was like, I just want to let you know you were beautiful. And, you know, I mean, he was spitting some mad game. And I turned around and I, I says, I said, listen, I'm going to be real with you, okay? You know, um, thank you for the compliments. That's very sweet of you. It's very kind of you. Um, I just got divorced. I am not interested in getting involved of any kind of involvement right now. I am a little bitter. He was like, oh, you know, oh, wow, I understand you know, he was trying to, you know, talk that game. Like he understood what I was saying. He kept trying to get my number. I said, you don't want my number. I said, don't even waste your time. I said, there are plenty of beautiful women around here. If you're looking to have a connection with, brother, you're going to have to go somewhere else. I'm not the one. I don't, I don't even, I'm not even interesting. I go to school full time. I work full time and I have a son that's little. I'm not going to give you the time that you're looking for. I don't even want to. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> All right, then. Well, little lady, it was it was nice talking to you. Damn. Good luck for your good luck. You know, you cute. But I don't even see you right now. I'm dealing with some stuff. I'm trying to heal. I ain't say all that to him, but in my head, I'm trying to heal. Because what I realized was. The kind of the kind of brokenness I came from, it it the process to even consider to even get that first full step of wholeness, I didn't need anything extra in my life at that time. And I went through counseling. I went to counseling and therapy, and I was able to get to a point where I was open to inviting someone else into my my bubble. And a year later, after, you know, as I was doing that work a year later, I met the man who who has become my husband. And it is a beautiful experience when you do that self-work and you feel confident that the next time that, that the next step that you're, that you're on your way to wholeness, 
that you are on your way to wholeness. Just know that you are responsible for your healing. Don't put that on someone else outside of yourself. It's not your kid's responsibility to heal you. It's not your it's not your boyfriend's or girlfriend's responsibility to heal you. Sis, it's yours. You can't find it in a job. You can't find it in by anybody else. It is inside of you. When my husband came along, we began to date. We dated for a while. We both have, have come from, you know, some very broken places individually before we met each other. And so there was an understanding within ourselves with each other that when we met, we were still healing from some stuff. We were still healing from some stuff. And our process was different in the healing for ourselves individually. But there was such an understanding there. And I'm so grateful. And I love our story. And if you're interested, I would love to tell you that story. Especially if it, you know, if it inspires you and empowers you as far as a, a future intimate relationship goes. You know, I regret nothing. I regret not how long we dated. I regret not how we came to be. None, none of that. I, I really love our, our love story. But it couldn't be our love story if we didn't take the responsibility of our healing to wholeness. So sis, I'm going to leave you with that. That is how you start the journey of being whole again. It's inside of you and you have every right, every single right to want to be whole, to desire to be whole and to be whole. So I hope that has empowered you, inspired you. And I'm sending you all of the love and light that I have inside of me to you because girl, I love you, boo. You better glow up and glow on. <laughs> you better slay today. You better go ahead and girl. You better go ahead and do that thing because you know what? You deserve it. I know, again, I cannot sing, but you know, I'm going to always try to serenade you because you're worth it. All right, sis. As always, let me know how you felt about today's episode. Drop in my DMs. Give me some feedback. Let me know what's up, what's going on in your world. And I will talk to you again in the next episode.